0: Blog Talk Radio. 3 Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. It is caught! Tyree Campbell! What a play! Touchdown! Confronting fear, it's the destiny of a Jedi. Apple is intercepted!
1: has a moment, but he's going to get Then I was a little baby. Sweet and (laughs) greasy. Gotta love bread. I know. You know, there's sandwich bread over there next to the coffee. Bread in the bathtub. Okay, that's gross to me. There's a lot I've been feeling lately. Uh, Why is there a hearse at my house? Night screams. The new fun of the kids. Billet! Billet! My Billet! Billet, where are you, Billet? So I need to talk to you regarding money. I stomped on all the fun chunks. My grief has a scent like suffering. A rusty navel. how to get rusty? Look at this bug. It's an honor to meet you, my lord. This <laughs> is Winkle, winkle, wink, widdle ghost, and kiss the pickle as you haunt your tree. Hey. I'm crying on the inside. I intensely stole carpet. I tell you, there's a Bigfoot on your shed. <clears throat> sir sure.
2: Come on. It's all part of the tradition, I guess. Super Bowl fifty-nine today. And this is what we do every single year. We have our annual Super Bowl kickoff show on Super Bowl Sunday. We've been doing it since year number Uno. So glad you're with us, nine one seven eighty nine eight five one six. My name is Tom, Mark was Presidente. I am your host uh, for the next two hours. This is our open line forum, if you will. So we do have some guests lined up and we'll see who we can, uh, who may or may uh, not call in. But it is the Kansas City Chiefs against the 49ers. Maybe you're an AFC uh, fan. Maybe you're an NFC fan. Maybe you're not so much a fan of the game at all. But who is not a fan of Super Bowl Sunday? Got your spread ready to go. I got some, man, I'm going to be making my world famous wings today. I mean, got a few people coming over the house. Maybe you got the same thing going on. We'd love to start off Super Bowl Sunday. And hey, what's Super Bowl Sunday without the puppy bowl, right? (laughs) And you know what adds off to them? I I saw uh, on somewhere that, on social media somewhere that they're going to be having um, disability uh, dogs uh, dogs with dis- I'm sorry dogs with disabilities puppies with disabilities. I'll get it right. I'll get it right. Coming up here in, in just a few minutes. Here is Kent Sterling of the Sterling dot com. KidsThrilling.com. Also, we got Ed Kratz, beat writer for the beat uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's going to be joining us here at around uh, 9.30. We also know that we have Mo from the BS Sports Show and Tony D from, I mean, Tony Donahue from the Tony D Podcast and whoever else might show up. But i tell you what, what's the Super Bowl without commercials, right? What's the Super Bowl without commercials? And, you know, back in the day, you never really knew who what kind of uh you never know, you never knew what kind of commercials were going to be on what it was an anticipation factor now they get released early and early releases, so one of the ones that I saw this week was fantastic uh with the Doritos and oh who's uh, the guy that played on the ranch and Oh, we know it we know it very well. Uh but what a great mix that was with Doritos. Doritos never lets us down. Pepsi never lets us down. Uh just so many uh commercial Bud Lights. I, I saw this one this morning. I don't have it uploaded, but I you know, I have Alexa. Uh, I think a lot of us do have Alexa or the, or some sort of those uh speaker things that, that tell you things. But uh, remember, remember many, many years ago with the Bud Light commercial, and it was like,
0: Ah, ah!"
2: "Well, uh, they they did a a make on that the Bud uh, Budweiser and Bud Light. That was really a good one. But uh, this one, I thought so far, I haven't seen all the commercials yet, but so far, this is my favorite.
0: Make your move, cowboy. I
3: got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attacked.
0: Who got next? New Doritos Cool Ranch just got cooler. I ain't
2: dancing. <laughs> That's one of the best. Uh, you know, I know this is radio so a lot, and a podcast. You A lot of it, uh, you don't see the visual of it, but you'll, you, I'm sure you'll have seen it. You will see it here today. That was Sam Elliott, by the way. Uh, and, and I don't even know how to... See, this is why we got to take away Roman numerals. It is Super Bowl 54, not 59. So... Hey, and I'm 52. So pretty the Super Bowl has been around my whole life. And maybe it's uh, been around yours. 9178985 uh 16 is our digits if you want to call and and join the conversation today. So we got a lot of stuff going on, but you know, here here's the thing. It's official. The Super Bowl is here. It's coming tonight.
4: 49ers will get
2: after you in both trenches. Their offensive line just steamrolls people. It blows
0: people off the ball with what looks like rage to me. Oh, what he can do? <laughs> Let's think about two. Eight touchdown pass, one rush, zero interception.
5: Take advantage of this opportunity. Nice. Come on. Mean
0: everything you got on that level. You're both oh, When the ball comes your way, you make a play. And get out do this. Here. I'm, I'm out there giving them everything I got, so that's the uh, that's the reason why I was was playing in the first place. I a playing for my guys in the
3: first place. So. And I feel like I've got future Hall of Famers on this on this team here. And, and Hall of Fame leaders, too, which uh, there, there's a difference.
6: I just love football.
7: I've
0: grown up, played since second grade, and, um, you know, this is why you play for stuff like this. Give everything you've got today, not because of the school board, but because when this game ends, you'll have a
3: brother to call for life. Knowing you gave everything you had. But I do think it's going to be that the age-old conversation, the debate is, well, what wins championships? Would you want to have great offense that? Or do you want great defense with the 49ers? Not best in the NFL, which they both sides of the ball? Which one would you rather have? To this specific game, I
7: don't know who the right pick. Tight ends or push? You know what I mean? You have the two best
0: tight ends in the
2: Super Bowl 54 is today. My name is Tom Marcos, El Presidente. Thank you for joining us
7: on our annual
2: Super Bowl Sunday special. Are you excited? Do you feel the excitement? Uh, like I, We have a lot of big questions to answer. I'm my hollows man. I tell you what, I like this kid. I, I mean, and we'll get into this discussion a little bit later on in the show here with some, with some of our guests. But, uh, I mean, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. Now, remember when there was a, a a quarterback by the name of Drew Bledsoe played for the uh, New England Patriots, got injured right before the Super Bowl, and they brought out this young kid. Uh, really, nobody knew anything about. wasn't a high draft pick. Really, nothing to be excited about. Nothing really. it's definitely really lit the world on fire. His name was Tom Brady. Uh, so, uh, just so you know. He, uh, Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl in his second year in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes uh, comes from a pedigree, if you will. His father was a uh, professional baseball player. And why do I think that's relevant? Have you seen Patrick Mahomes throw the ball? The only person that I know who who even comes close to the sidearm throw uh, like that is uh, Russell Wilson with the Seattle Seahawks. I really think there's something big in the future. And um, uh, several years down the line, and we'll go back and we'll play the archives uh, from the show. And when I told you that Patrick Mahomes could be the next Tom Brady, And we'll see if I'm I'm right about that. We're standing by for Kent Sterling at kentsterling.com. We're going to get into some of these conversations, some of these storylines, and some of these uh, things. And I appreciate you guys uh, uh, joining us yesterday uh, for our – it was kind of a somber show, but it was a good show. It was a show that I thought that we needed to do uh, to honor Kobe Bryant and John Andretti. Joining joining us now is Kent Sterling of kentsterling.com. Again, happy Super Bowl Sunday to you. How are you, sir?
1: I am great. How are you doing, Tom?
2: Hey, man, you always – you know, you've got a few days a year that you could just say is great. Christmas, the Indianapolis 500 race day, and Super Bowl. Those are three days a year that you could just say well your birthday or anniversary you throw those in there too but are your kids birthdays but we could add to the list but certainly at the top of the list of Super Bowl <laughs> uh Sunday hey, hey kid I appreciate you joining us and I do want to get to the Super Bowl talk and the topic at hand here and I don't want to be Debbie Downer here but I, I, I do want to you, you didn't get a chance to join us yesterday our whole show was uh we were saying goodbye to Kobe Bryant and and John Andretti. And what an unfortunate and sad week it was for the world of sports. And, and I know you're here in the Indianapolis market uh, with me as well, and you've had interactions with, with John Andretti. But but I noticed on one of your columns you mentioned that with all of this, that the Super Bowl has become a, a back thought. Right? It's something that you're not even thinking about. And how true has that been? It's unfortunate. But I want to get your thoughts on the passing of Kobe Bryant and John Andretti.
1: You know, Kobe Bryant, to me, not only a terrific basketball player, but it's been fascinating to watch his evolution as a human being and and to use what he used on the basketball court to gain excellence in order to, you know, find those things in his life that gave him joy and invest in those. Instead of being that self-centered, self-immersed type of iconic athlete, he became immersed in his kids. And in his wife and in his family, and in his joy of writing and creating. And, and I just think that, that that evolution of a guy is something that we can all aspire to. So that, in, in what, because who knows what that guy would have become from the time he was 41 until, you know, his life was ended roughly a week ago today. Um, so that was sad. And then John Andretti, we all knew uh, was going to depart. You know, we, we understood that the cancer was back and it was aggressive and it was just a matter of time for John, you know, a month or two ago, he came back to Indianapolis and he made it known that that was, he assumed that that was going to be his last trip home. And, and what a guy in in that he found adversity or adversity was sort of thrust upon him. And he decided with check it for Andretti that he was going to turn that into a positive. And, and so he, he, went about the process of trying to get as many people to take seriously the need to get a colonoscopy as possible. And I I got to know him when I was at WIBC a little bit when he did the race for Riley uh, with David King-Wilson and and Joe Stasniak and Matt Hiblin. And they raised from from really meager beginnings where they did not know what they were doing and and just thought, we're going to put on a show and we'll see what happens. And they raised a paltry amount of money uh, mostly because Gary Pedigo wrote them a check and kind of saved their bacon. Um, but in subsequent years, they figured it out and they wound up raising over $4 million for the Riley Hospital for children. And, and so this is a guy who had fame as a race car driver and invested that fame in helping others in in a variety of different ways. And, you know, that's, that's a life we should all aspire to as well. A really good humored dude and a very open guy uh, about his cancer and, and about what he was dealing with. Um, you know, I, I think that we should all have great appreciation for both of those two guys as far as the humanity that they expressed in their lifetimes.
2: Kids Ken throwing, dot com. Thank you so much for your thoughts and, and memories on that. Let's get into the story at hand. It is Super Bowl Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs and uh the uh san francisco 49ers have earned their way into the uh super bowl 54 not 59 but you know can we get rid of the roman numerals already and, and also I'm, I'm a big proponent that let's move it to super bowl sunday to super bowl saturday uh for you know for those that have to work but uh one of the big stories is the the kool-aid man uh, as as we like to fondly call him big red on the on the side, Andy Reid. We know Andy Reid from the from the Philadelphia Eagles. And a little bit here, we'll have uh, Ed Kratz on, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles, talking about uh, a- Andy Reid. But Andy Reid really uh, is trying to make a wrong right, if you will, because certainly he was widely criticized for that 2005 uh, loss to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles um, in the Super Bowl. There, head coach. So he's seeking a redemption in the in the Super Bowl era. And then you have a A uh, a group of, uh, you know, the San Francisco 49ers have made a lot of bad decisions over the last few years between coaching and quarterback situations, and they do have Jimmy Garoppolo. Now you have two very young quarterbacks in the league that are both uh, wanting to prove themselves, Uh, but uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid, let's start with them. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I mean, the Chiefs are, are going to go as far as their offense is going to take him. It's Patrick Mahomes, it's Hill, it's it's Kelsey, it's Watkins. And somehow, someway, the 49ers with their front four, they're going to have to put meaningful pressure on Mahomes, get him corralled, and get him to the ground. Because if you don't, he's going to find a way to make plays either with his feet or with his arm. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, a terrific young coach at the age of 41, Uh, really, really good at offensive schematics. Jimmy Garoppolo, one of the interesting things about Garoppolo and um, uh, Mahomes is that they're both trained in the offseason by Jeff Christensen. Jeff Christensen up in Chicago at the Throw It Deep Academy uh, built Jimmy Garoppolo into a quarterback. He was a running back, and a high school coach came to Christensen and said, hey, I need this kid to be a quarterback. Can you help me? because they had a lot of injuries at the quarterback position. He worked with Christensen. He was an adept pupil, and he came through that academy as a, uh, a guy that Eastern Illinois coveted as a quarterback. He built himself into, into an NFL-ready prospect with Christensen. When Mahomes was at Texas Tech, he worked with Christensen to get his footwork right, his arm slot right, his motion consistent. And uh, so this is kind of a – this is good. This Super Bowl was really, really good for Jeff Christensen's business, that's for sure. But this is a matter – this matchup is about the defense of the 49ers versus the offense of the Chiefs. And if the 49ers can get off to a good start like has happened in the playoffs for opponents of the Chiefs, then they've got to figure out a way to keep their foot on the gas and not let Mahomes – back in the game with all his offensive firepower around him kelsey's terrific watkins is great hill is unbelievable the the weapons for the 49ers offense not quite as dynamic raheem Mostert has had a terrific postseason tevin coleman is expected to be back but this is kind of a game that i think comes down to the 49ers uh defense against that chiefs offense and you're right andy reed Without a Super Bowl win to his credit, you know it's kind of like a quarterback. You know you can't call yourself great without that ring. And Andy Reid still covets that ring.
2: We're talking with uh, Kids Ken Sterling, kensherling.com. Also joining me now is uh, a super Carolina Panthers fan, somewhat. My son, uh, who makes his annual appearance on the show, uh, Mr. Zach was from North Carolina, calling me from North Carolina. How are you, son? I'm not saying, sir. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. And you're joined also by Kent Surin. So if you've got any questions you want to ask uh, about the Kansas City Chiefs with the 49ers, uh, it, going back to, to the, the conversation here real quick, uh, Kent, if you if you will, Kyle Shanahan also has some redemption to do. Remember, he was with the Falcons uh, when they uh, took the wrong turn uh, with the, in the Super Bowl as well. So he's got some stuff to prove as well
1: you know all coaches do you know and and once you get that Super Bowl win that puts you in a uh, kind of a tier that is impossible to be in unless you've done that so it, you're right I mean for anybody although this is only what this is year two for Shanahan as a head coach I think and and so you know as the head man he 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 certainly is getting this I think a little bit young he He would rather have this in his pocket at the age of 41 than whatever the hell age Andy Reid is uh, getting it after, you know, all his time as a head coach.
2: Zach, what do you got for Kent Sterling? What do you got for us on the Super Bowl, bud?
7: Uh, To be honest with you, it's going to be the the, the most hungry game ever. Both teams are out for for this win. Both teams want this win. Um, It's going to be – it's going to be history made tonight because, um, like past Super Bowls, when we always see the Patriots or, or regular teams in there, they get comfortable and you know they they, they feel like they're. Everyone ex- expects them to to be there, and to see that this NFL season play out the way that it did, and these two teams um, just hit the ground running from day one, and you know they had their injury issues and they had their ups and downs, but most of the time they, I mean. They, they both teams played a really solid season. So I think Patrick Mahomes, he wants this. The Chiefs want this. I mean, the 49ers, it's, it's time for them to, to rise and shine again. And, and it's going to come down to um, who's more hungry tonight. And, it, and it's going to be a very aggressive uh, game, period. I, I, I'm on the, on the fence, whether it's going to be an offense game or a defense game, because it's either going to be a really
2: high-scoring game
7: are an extremely low-scoring game.
2: Hey, kid, that's a very good question. And, and you know, with this, with, with these two quarterbacks and what we know them to do, uh, this has the potential uh, to be uh, a very high-scoring game. But the San Francisco 40 ers defense is the real deal. So, what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I, I think that it, the forty, the lower scoring this game is the better for the 49ers, the higher scoring it is, the better for the Chiefs. If the Chiefs can kind of work their magic to the detriment of the 49ers' defense, that is, that's how they're going to win this game. And if, if the 49ers are going to win, it's not Jimmy Garoppolo. He's played two playoff games this uh, postseason. He's 17 of 27 for 208 yards in those two games. That's Patrick Mahomes' numbers in the first half. Uh, of a lot of these games. And so, you know, the the more ground and pound the 49ers offense is able to do, the better it is for them. The more times they can get the Chiefs to either turn it over or punt the football, Uh, you know, that that defense, like I said, has got to get pressure with four uh, against the Chiefs. If they can do that, then they've got the upper hand. A lower scoring game favors the 49ers. A higher scoring game favors the Chiefs. 100%. Gosh,
2: uh,
1: uh, uh, yeah. One quick thing
2: I want to do, let's just shift gears to the quarterback uh, uh, question uh, in the NFL overall. And one of the, so Zach, I know you were down there in, in North Carolina, uh, my granddaughter, big uh, uh, Panthers fan, you follow the Panthers as well. Uh, Cam Newton, we, we look at where he's going to be at coming up here in 2020. Tom Brady, we look at where he's going to be at. And, Kent, let's also talk about where the Colts are going to be at. What are they going to do? We've, we've had conversations about uh, Phillip Rivers. And, and we've even had conversations about Tom Brady to, to Indianapolis. That's certainly not something that I think a lot of fans want to see, but winning uh, changes a lot of that. But one of the quarterbacks that I like to, would like would that I think would be a good fit here in Indianapolis if they don't go with the draft, is Matthew Stafford? So we'll start with you. Uh, can't work back, uh, carousel, if you will, going into 2020.
1: Well, I, I don't think that uh, Chris Ballard is going to do anything splashy with a free agent. I, that's just not him. He, he's not going to go that route. That route normally doesn't work. You know, if you if you look at great quarterbacks over history, older quarterbacks who are signed as free agents by a a team that they didn't gain their fame with. The only one I can remember that had a lot of success or any success is Joe Montana moving from the 49ers to the chiefs. Kind of ironically, you you look at other guys and there's a reason that the other teams, I mean, the quarterback is the most coveted position in the NFL. You cannot win without a quality quarterback. There is no way that the new England Patriots are going to let Tom Brady walk out the door or the Los Angeles Chargers are going to let Phillip Rivers walk out the door unless there's a really good reason. Chris Ballard knows that. He's either going to draft a guy or he's going to, be, he's going to sign a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who he might feel really good about coming in and being a, a replacement for uh, Jacoby Brissett in the near term. But I really think he's going to draft a guy like Love out of Utah State and groom him for a year under Brissett, and then turn him loose in year two. Uh, I think that that's much more likely than him going out on a limb and, and go get a, you know, a 38, 39, 41, 42 year old uh, quarterback. I just don't see that as being the way he operates.
2: Yeah. You know, I think you're absolutely right. And, and that's a good name that you brought up for the quarterback from Utah uh, there. Uh, Zach, uh, you're uh uh, Cam Newton, he's going to be trying to fight a new home. What happened with your Panthers, buddy?
7: Uh, I don't want to talk about it. That's a, a real sore subject. <laughs> um, we, we definitely, we definitely, uh, had our, our downs this season. Um, about Cam, I, uh, you know, i Cam, Cam is a phenomenal quarterback when, when, and when Cam comes to play, um. I think that hey, just like we all are, he's human, and and I think there there might be some uh, things behind the scenes that is kept private for a reason and out of respect for him and, and his family or whatever. But uh, if, if Cam's healthy, Cam's gonna do. I can't see Cam playing uh, anywhere else other than the Panthers, and just just to, to even think about him going somewhere else. Um, truth be told, I don't really, I don't really. Know if I like that because when when this next season, I, I with with Greg Olson being out and and Luke Kuechly being out, um, it would be nice, you know, in theory to have Cameron McCaffrey, you know, rock and roll, um, and hopefully hopefully wherever he goes, if he doesn't stay with the Panthers, I I, I mean, uh, I think CBA, I, I think CBS Sports or something put something out uh yesterday or the other day before saying that that cams you know he's he's going to absolutely be with the panthers so that kind of threw me for a loop because i didn't see that coming and with the, the new offensive coordinator joe brady coming on board i uh they might i don't know i don't know i don't know where he's going to go and and hopefully hopefully he doesn't go anywhere hopefully okay, they Kent, figure uh, something out
2: Kent, what are your thoughts on cam newton
1: well, I mean, he's a uh, obviously a uh, great talent. But I think over time, his, his either his mental acuity in playing the position, his psychological kind of focus has waned, or his physical uh, ability has waned. And and so, you know, you, you, can't, you can't make the club from the tub. And if he isn't going to play, he's not worth the amount of money that the Panthers have invested in. And when he plays, he's really good. When he doesn't, he costs head coaches jobs, right?
7: That's that's very true, <laughs> and exactly if, he, right. if he comes to play, if he comes to play, um, the Panthers are in good shape. And and but if he's not mentally there, then um, just like you said, we there's money to be to be spent on um, on players that that are mentally ready to ready to to do Panther work to keep pounding. And and if if Cam's if Cam's not that that person, then um, I think Allen will, will be a good replacement for him.
2: Kit Sterling at KitSterling.com. Appreciate is joining us today. I, I know you, we had you for a limited amount of time. Thank you for uh, jumping in and chiming in uh, with us. But uh, real quickly, we need your official pick uh, for the uh, Super Bowl tonight, sir.
1: I'm going to take the 49ers 27 20. I think defense oh, wins. Come on. Kit, come on, man.
0: All right. We're, well, we're,
1: we're, it, we're, it's in advance of the thing. Don't <laughs> criticize me for being potentially right. This is true. <laughs> all right, kids. where can I, people I,
2: find I, to work working masterpieces, sir?
1: Uh, Kensterling.com, and you can get my book, Oops, The Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures, on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Goodreads.com, all yes. over the place. You can get the e-book, audio book, or hardcover book.
2: And we'll get that up on social media too. I meant to give you some selfless promotion earlier, and I forgot. So that's my fault. <laughs> and I, I'm looking forward to getting that book myself. Thanks, Kent.
1: All right. Thanks, Tom. Good to meet your son. Yeah.
2: Good to meet you. Have buddy. a good day. Kids Sterling, Com. My son, Zach, making his uh, uh, official appearance on the show every year at the Super Bowl uh, special. Joining us now, Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, in, in, on SI.com and our official NFL contributor Ed, how did the wrestling tournament to go for you, sir? Hey,
3: it went well. We finished in second place out of eight teams. Uh, you know, brought some uh, home some hardware for the boys. It was, it was a good day. Long, long day. Uh, unfortunately, there was some well, computer problems, but uh, uh, that's that's the way it goes.
2: Well, it's the Chiefs and the 49ers. Uh, you're very familiar with, with Andy Reid But hey you know We've got hype videos We've got hype music for both teams and So we've got to get started on this So we'll do the Chiefs hype And we'll get back and we'll talk about the Kansas City Chiefs And uh, I do want to get your thoughts On the on the San Francisco 49ers uh, We'll be After the, the Chiefs hype as long, as long as I'm blinded here There we go The greatest day in the history of Kansas
0: City this team is the greatest in the universe! Before the Dark Times.
1: Harris makes the catch. He got a penalty, though. And it's going to come back.
0: Before the Empire. But what are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing,
1: I guess.
0: Now, I can't make you do it. You gotta look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're gonna see a guy. Who will go to that inch with you. Hell
3: yeah. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same
0: for him. I don't want him to gain another yard. You bitch all night. You be ferocious. You be relentless. (laughs)
2: Let no man forget how menacing we are. We are lions.
0: You know what's there, waiting, beyond that beach, immortality, take it, it's yours, and here we go. Oh, you know fresher than whole? riddle me that, the rest of y'all know where I'm lurking Yeah. <laughs> Can none of y'all mirror me back? Yeah, yeah. hear me rap. It's like hand G rapping is prime. I'm young H.O. Raps great to dead. Pass the tape over the globe. And I break bread. I'm in Boeing jazz. Global spread. Out the country with the blueberry. Still connect. On the low. But the guy got a triple shot. But when you young? What the fuck you expect? Yep, yep.
1: Wow. Open and wow. Oh, man, I feel like, wow.
0: That was diabolical.
1: And I just ran in and found a way to get in that end zone. Because
2: that's what heroes do. Give me Deshaun Watson any day over Patrick
0: Mahomes. What? <laughs> <laughs> What an idiot. Six, 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 a idiot! Thinking of the middle, intercepted! Intercepted by Matthew! Oh, honey manager doesn't care! I'm so smart! My voice is wicked smart!
4: What makes you think you can be Dirty Dan? Dirty? Mm-hmm. I'd say I'm Dirty Dan!
0: Here goes Tyree Kill! 10, 5, Cheetah comes He's a freak! He's a basketball. Let the games begin. Are you <laughs> 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 all right, the bulk not <laughs> <laughs> all to let us, and the God damn right. Oh,
2: totally forgot about that, guys. I meant to edit that out, but that's a good thing about the, this show today, is we're internet only, so
0: we can do, we can <laughs> let
2: we can let words slip every now and then. I I I meant to back that out of there. That's why I started talking. I forgot to. Oh well, it is what it is. Ed Kratz. Uh, Ed, keep it family friendly now. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Kraft, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and our official NFL contributor, uh, we certainly appreciate what you do for us every every season. Now let's talk a little bit about a guy you know very well, and that is uh, Big Red, uh, uh, the the Kool Aid Man for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's got a right to run. We, got, we were just talking about this with Ken Sterling as well uh, with Kyle Shanahan, but I mean a lot of people look back at this 2005 Philadelphia Eagles and against the, the Patriots. A lot of people uh, say, hey, uh, Andy Reid can't win the big one, but maybe it'll change today. Let's talk about Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs.
3: Uh, yeah, he was in Philadelphia for 14 years, um, but you know, he looks like if he goes on a run of Super Bowl wins here, which he very well could, with Patrick Mahomes uh, at quarterback, he will be remembered as the Kansas City Chiefs coach when he goes into the Hall of Fame. But um, you know, in Philadelphia, uh, he was hired as a quarterbacks coach. Nobody interviewed him at the time. Nobody really knew who Andy Reid was at the time when they hired him in uh, 1999, and they had the second overall pick that year, and he took Donovan McNabb and. Uh, the two of them spent a decade together. They went to uh, five NFC championship games. And when you talk about winning the big one, uh, they could never win that big one. That big one to them was the NFC title game. And they only won the one. They went one in five in those championship games. And that, you know, they, the one that they did win was against Michael Vick and the Atlanta Falcons on a zero degree temperature day in Philadelphia. Uh, and that got them to Jacksonville to play the New England Patriots and Um, I think Andy Reid in that game might be best remembered for, you know, the Eagles were in that game and they had the ball at the end and they were trailing by a field goal and uh, time was ticking down and they just kind of slow. They they didn't seem to be any in any rush. They didn't have any timeouts and uh, Andy was taking his time calling the plays and uh, there didn't seem to be any sense of urgency. And that only kind of added to the uh, reputation that Andy Reid had as kind of being a poor clock manager. Um, you know, spending his timeouts in you know foolish places instead of saving them or trying to save them until they were meaningful uh, at the end of a half or the end of the game. So, you know, that Super Bowl to me will be remembered for, you know, Andy Reid kind of uh, not having any urgency in his play calling, and the Eagles just ran out of time before they can make that comeback. So uh, that's one thing I'll remember it for. I also remember that Super Bowl for Terrell Owens, who came in, uh, uh, you know, had broken his leg uh, a few weeks earlier, uh, and he had a great game, nine catches, 122 yards uh, after being, I don't even think he was cleared, I just think he decided he was playing in that Super Bowl, and he played, and uh, he played well, Um, but it's nice to see Andy having the success he is in Kansas City, I think here in Philadelphia, uh, Eagles fans kind of soured uh, on Andy at the end you know I guess they they call it the read fatigue when he was here for 14 years and his last year he went four and 12 and you know it was just time for the Eagles to move on you know, time from, for the organization uh time for the fans to move on and you know a couple of days later Kansas City hired him and now I think what's happened here in Philly is the Eagles fans are behind him you know one of the local radio stations uh here in town had a Uh, They changed the name of their station to W-A-N-D-Y for the day. They had an Andy Reid Appreciation Day all day long. They talked to fans. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. They talked to fans about, you know, Andy, and they had a lot of special guest callers, players from, you know, their time with Andy for those 14 years here in Philadelphia. So I think fans have come around, and there's a big portion of Eagles fans who are rooting for Andy today to win. Uh, But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, they're not bitter anymore. The Eagles got their Super Bowl win two years ago, uh, something that Andy failed to deliver to them, and uh, here in Philadelphia during his time. But now that they have theirs, so to speak, uh, they're rooting for Andy. And there's a big portion of fans that want to see Andy win and um, kind of cement his legacy. I saw a good quote from Steve Mariucci, who kind of compared Reed and his 207 wins to being an astronaut who. Logs the most miles in orbit, but never was able to land on the moon. So uh, mm. this is a big game for Andy and his legacy today to me.
2: Absolutely. Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles, SI.com. Also joining us is, uh, on our annual uh, Super Bowl special is my son, my favorite son. Uh, by the way, Zach, you are my favorite son. Oh, that's <laughs> because you're my only son, but that's okay. Right. Uh, what do I'll you got it. for – what do you got for Ed Kratz uh, about the Chiefs or the Forty ers
7: Honestly, I I think it's the Chiefs' time to to do this. Um, they're they're it's a young 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 team with some really really knowledgeable coaching staff, and uh, like I said earlier, they're hungry, and you know everybody everybody across the board wants this, and I think that they deserve this, and and they're my pick tonight, and I think that they're they're gonna. Uh, it's going to be a close game I think it's going to be you know they're going to come down to like a field goal or it's going to be like a 31 24 31 27 or something you know it's going to be something close like that it's not going to be I don't see either team blowing each other out and and I think that um the Chiefs are going to go in with a whole lot of confidence stacked up against the 49ers defense knowing that Patrick Mahomes he can he can he can make some some stuff happen when when things just doesn't seem possible. And um if Patrick Mahomes stays on his, his game tonight and I think that the the forty niners are, are I think he's got a few surprises for them tonight that uh they may not be ready for and, and when it comes down to push and shove, I think that the, the Kansas City they're 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 more more hungry and it, it's gonna come down it's gonna come down to that. And um I've got the Kansas City winning it all, and I think they deserve it.
2: Well, and and Ed, I think you would, you would probably agree with that. Ed, let's talk about these two quarterbacks. Who's you know we remember a quarterback uh, a few years ago in New England, uh, Drew Bledsoe, got hurt, Super Bowl. They put in a a quarterback, no name quarterback. Nobody really knew who he was. His name was Tom Brady. Nobody knew who he was then, but everybody knows who he is now. If one of those two is about to begin their Tom Brady era, and I mean that in a in a metaphoric sort of way, uh, but if if they're to begin their area, it's their time, is it Patrick Mahomes or is it Jimmy Garoppolo?
3: Uh well, uh that's a good question. I, I would say Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's been the most tight player uh this week during the Super Bowl. Um you know, and for good reason, you know, he's the second youngest quarterback to start. Uh, a Super Bowl game, and you know, to me, that's kind of—I guess that's good, but on another hand, it's bad. The previous uh, youngest quarterback to start the Super Bowl game was Ben Roethlisberger uh, in his second year, and uh, Roethlisberger played horrible in that Super Bowl. Um, you know, but I, I, you know, I like the way Mahomes is trending. I know uh, Jimmy G. We haven't really seen him have to do much in the postseason here. Uh, Because that running game for San Francisco is so good and so talented. and uh, Kyle Shanahan and his uh, run game coordinator, uh, I think it's Mike McDaniel, or maybe it's McDaniel who does the passing game. Um, But Matt LaFleur is also part of that coordinator staff, and they do a great job scheming ways to run the ball. Uh, The 49ers still are one of those few teams that use a fullback to kind of open up holes. Um, So we haven't seen a whole lot of uh, Jimmy G I mean he only had to throw eight passes in the AFC title game which is just absurd in this day and age <laughs> to throw that few number of passes and win a game like they did but they really didn't have to throw the ball uh, but so I, I'm really not sure I'm I'm still not completely sold on on Garoppolo I mean I you know he could come out today and, and surprise me and you know do more to help this team win the game but Uh, To me, I just think Patrick Mahomes, this is his time and uh, he's so young and he's so good and he's a superstar and it's just really fun to watch him play. Um, The things he's able to do, the way he's able to create in his arm, the way he just, uh, you know, he just kind of zips that ball with a flick of the wrist. I mean, he's just fun to watch uh, overall. So I would say to answer your question, Mahomes, to me, this is the beginning of his era. And when we talked about Andy Reid, that's kind of what I meant is I think, I think the Chiefs could go on a Patriots-type run here. I know it's not easy uh, to get back into the Super Bowl every year like the Patriots made it look so easy for all those years. But, you know, I think with Mahomes in place, the Chiefs are, uh, are, are poised to maybe go on a, on a on a run like the Patriots had, you know, these next five, six, seven years.
2: Well, before we get into the 49ers, you know, one of the biggest uh, traditions of the uh, Super Bowl is the commercials Zach well, uh, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial
7: uh, I, I, I'm a big Snickers anytime Snickers comes out with, with uh, you know do something manly um, you know it, it, those are my favorite I like the Dorito commercials um, yes. I feel like I feel like in past past Super Bowls the, the commercials have been at a, at a high peak with Budweiser and the Frogs and all this other stuff and then they've kind of plateaued a little bit, and uh, I think that this year having two new teams in there that we're not used to seeing, I think that the commercials are going to be fantastic, and I think that it's going to just make the tonight that much better. I think that that both teams are going to be on their game, and I think that the commercials are going to be um, funny as all get out, and, and I think they're going to be just keeping, keeping everybody that much more in tune to watching this game tonight.
2: And Ed, Zach may or may not have Snickers bars hidden throughout his house. I'm just saying, you cannot confirm or deny <laughs> that. That I cannot, you're not to confirm or deny that. <laughs> uh, Zach's, 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 Ed, Zach's the sole reason why Snickers are able to do uh, the commercials that they they, they do.
0: Uh, Ed,
2: your exactly favorite. Right. That's a, to, <laughs> Ed, your favorite Super Bowl commercial.
3: Well, I I like the Snickers. I'm a big fan of Snickers too. Man, I love eating Snickers bars. <laughs> I like the little mini ones too. That sure. you, know, you can eat like rip off six of those before you even come up for a breath of air. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but yeah, my favorite commercial, I, I you know what I I I like the um what is it the Doritos commercials. I like those Doritos commercials. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I, and I like I like a lot of the commercials. Um, sometimes you don't even know what the heck they're for. You know, they're just kind of like little. You know, minute long. I don't know, short stories. Uh, yeah. and you, you can't figure out what the heck they're advertising. But uh, well, you uh, know, it's amazing the cost of these com- these commercials. The oh yeah, like
2: four just, uh, four point some odd million dollars for a thirty second. Um, which I, yeah. I I'm gonna start charging that for my show, but just you know, but. Uh, <laughs> Some of the I mean, usually you really didn't know what the commercials were until the day of, of, of Super Bowl. Now they, they release them all. Uh, we know that Mr. Peanut of planters is gonna be killed off. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he might come back as a dry roasted peanut. There's some uh there there's gotta be some sort of a twist there. Uh they're not, I don't think they're just uh, killing him off. And there's there's the electric car, the uh parking car in the hobble it's it's got the girl from Saturday night live and there's also a very what i thought was a kind of a cool uh kind of like um google google speaks thing uh with a with an old man who had lost his wife and, and who put pictures together so that one was kind of a emotional one uh but one of my favorite all time commercials was the
0: <laughs>
2: the bud light and budweiser commercial well, yes yes They've redone that now, but instead of uh people it's the the uh the Alexa thing
0: and
2: it's the Alexa ones talking to each other so but you know it's hard to to pick what what is the the best commercial out there, but we talked about Doritos we played a little bit earlier today, but here is the Doritos commercial. Uh, that's going to be on tonight with uh, Sam Elliott. This is great.
0: Make your move, cowboy.
3: I got the horses in the bag. stock is attached.
0: Who got next? New Doritos Cool Ranch just got cooler. I ain't dancing. <laughs> I, I
2: I I had to pick one. I, could, I couldn't air them all, but I had to pick. I had to pick one. Well, let's get into the San Francisco 49ers real quickly here. Uh, we we're going to kind of edit for time. We're going to just kind of play a, a little bit of this, and, and also because I I, I I may or may not have. Uh, uh, took out some of the bad words. So we'll try to keep it as best we can. The San Francisco 49ers hype.
3: Further ado, it's my pleasure to turn it over to the 20th head coach in the history of the San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan. With the the ah,
0: great
1: job, great job, great drive, fellas, great job, hell yeah.
2: Who do you trust? Well, the 49ers, who are deep in the rebuilding mode, have now acquired a player they believe to be the quarterback of their future.
3: Player, they're getting a good person, and they're getting a great teammate.
0: It's a damn good trade, okay?
1: Football, it's a little kid's game that grown men get to play. Just privileged to get to do that every day.
0: Of a Let's go, Niners!
2: All right, San Francisco 49ers That goes on a little bit longer and. I know there's some bad words in there too so it was a good point to cut cut it off Uh, joining us is Ed Kratz beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and SI.com and my son uh, Super Bowl special coming up also here in a little bit is Tony Donahue of the Tony D podcast Show. but we're going to get into the San Francisco 49ers Uh, Ed we'll turn it over to you break it down to us by the numbers you're an NFC guy Uh, what's going on there in the war room today with
3: the San Francisco go 49ers. Well, what's going on is their defense is trying to figure out how to stop Patrick Mahomes. And, uh, you know, I, I really looked at this game and, uh, you know, I, Tom, you and I've talked about being, you know, liking the chiefs and every, everything. um, But I think the 49ers defense is very capable of shutting down uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I just think that uh, that's probably what their whole focus is. And, and they're trying to figure out a way. I, I think the Chiefs linebacker core can be exploited. Uh, so I think that, you know, as much as everyone's expecting the 49ers to run the ball, and I think they will, but, uh, you know, I think they'll also try to exploit that linebacker play of the Chiefs. So on offense, they're probably trying to devise ways to, uh, to, to, to beat uh, the Chiefs linebackers uh, with some underneath stuff, uh, some crossing patterns, and kind of just control the football and keep Mahomes parked on the bench. Uh, and they'll do that maybe with the short passing game and, of course, the running game. Uh, so that's kind of what they're looking at. You know, this defense is really, really good. And I don't think the Chiefs have figured out or uh, have faced a defense, I should say, that is as talented uh, as this one. And if they can pressure Mahomes. Now, Mahomes is terrific uh, at, you know, keeping plays alive and, uh, you know, very mobile and very dangerous out in space. But if the 49ers can devise a plan to keep him um, you know, kind of in the pocket, uh, prevent him from finding his first three. They can make life awfully difficult uh, for Mahomes in this game. So uh, I just think that the 49ers are going to win, they're going to have to do it with that defense. And Robert Saleh, the defensive coordinator, has gotten a lot of uh, publicity this year for that defense. He had the interview, I think, with the Cleveland Browns for the head coaching job, did not get it. Um, it's tough, I think, for defensive coordinators to find work in the NFL as head coaches these days just because it is an offensive league. But, you know, we saw a Super Bowl last year where there were 16 points scored. And, you know, the Rams came in as this high-flying offense, too. And Sean McVay was the resident genius in the NFL. And, uh, you know, they scored three points with Sean – with uh, Goff as their their quarterback. Now, Mahomes is a lot better than that. I think Garoppolo is a lot better than that, so we should see some points. But for the 49ers to win, they're going to have to play defense and they're going to have to find a way to control time of possession.
2: Zach, what are your thoughts on the San Francisco 49ers tonight?
7: I I honestly think that, that it,
2: they're going to run
7: the ball very aggressively, and they're going to do everything that they can to stop Patrick Mahomes. But the, the first chance that Patrick Mahomes gets to, uh, they're not going to be able to do the same play twice against Patrick Mahomes. They may they may stack him once or twice throughout the, the game or stop him in, in a way. Uh, but But once – once Patrick Mahomes kind of sees how they're playing tonight, um, I, I think that they're going to they're gonna have a hard, hard time definitely controlling him and, and controlling that ball. And it's going to come down to when, the, when they're on offense, they're, they're going to have to, to pound that, that running game. Um, that's that's their, their strength right now. And um, if they can keep Patrick Mahomes off the field and run, run, then, then they'll have a good chance. But if if Kansas City starts to kind of pick them off on how they're they're playing defense-wise, I, I think it's a wrap. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to, like I said earlier, he's got a few tricks up his uh, up his sleeve, waiting for waiting for some aggressive defensive plays. I think that this week that he's he's probably analyzed um, this defense more than he, any other defense he ever has, and and I think that that they're they're up against a very very Um, talented uh, individual and it's, they're going to have,
2: they're going to have to stay aggressive from start to finish. You know, uh, Ed, uh, you know, one of the things about Patrick Mahomes and and his ability to be so successful is and But keep, keep, there's a group of people i think you got to look at with the San Francisco 49ers that's their linebackers and saf- safety they're they're very good they're they're i would say maybe crimin- criminally un- underrated uh in the pregame uh, looking at the g- game but uh there, there are some extremely athletic linebackers. You got Fred Warner, you got Kwan Alexander, you got uh, Greenlaw, all fast and aggressive uh, with high football IQs. And those guys are going to be tasked with stopping Khaleesi. And a lot of people say if it wasn't for Khaleesi, uh, uh, Patrick Mahone's success would not be as great a, as it is. Is this one of those situations uh, when you've got a, a, a quarterback player uh position uh relationship uh, much like Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison if you will when you got a Kalise and you've got a um Patrick Mahomes that seems to be the the key element so they're going to be focused on Kalise. they're going to be doubling them up so those those uh, linebackers and safeties are crucial to the San Francisco 49ers success tonight eh?
3: Yeah, uh, you mean Kelsey, right? Uh, I said Kellie's. Kel-
2: I meant Kelsey. That's exactly who I meant.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for reading uh, in my yeah, brain, I uh, I... Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know if the, chief, the Chiefs, uh, you know, promoted someone from their practice squad. They Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I, that
0: guy,
2: the guy with the K, K on his jersey, that he always throws
3: it to. <laughs> Tom, oh, I know how you love last names. Uh, Colin yes. Kaffer, or Nickel, or whatever you call that. Kaffer, Funko, yeah, yeah. or uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm using names like Lug yeah, and Manning. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, Kelsey, Travis, yeah, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, He's the brother of Jason Kelsey, the Eagles uh, All-Pro Center for the last three years. Um, uh, a big personality guy, you know. And, and the 49ers have a good tight end, too. George Kittle, these are you know probably the two two top tight ends in the league and uh they're going to be a big part of this game there's no question about it um in fact both of those guys went over a thousand yards and i think that uh there's only been a couple times where a tight end has gone over a thousand yards and been on the same side of winning score in a super bowl so it's going to happen today one of those tight ends is going to win a super bowl title after putting up a thousand yards during the season and uh, you're right. The 49ers linebackers are going to have to slow down the tight end, but you know, this 49ers defense is, uh, you know, it's pretty darn good. Second ranked overall uh, in the league and number one against the pass. So, you know, they have Richard Sherman over there. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of experience. He's played in a couple of Super Bowls. In fact, I would say the experience probably favors the 49ers in this game uh, as far as playoff tested players on that side of the ball. Um uh, so yeah, I think yeah you're right. These athletic linebackers of the 49ers are going to have to slow down Kelsey. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of respect for the Chiefs' running game, to be honest with you. Um, nobody really there frightens me. So you're going to have to really. It's all about stopping Mahomes, and you can't let him leave this team in rushing like he did uh, in the AFC title game. Uh, you're going to have to slow him down and. Uh, you know, that's kind of one of the concerns I have about the Chiefs winning this game, is it's more than a one-man show, and right now, I don't, you know, the Chiefs really have Mahomes and Kelsey, but then what else do they have on offense? Uh, You know, I like some of the speed they have at receivers, Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins, but again, the 49ers' secondary is very good. Linebackers are very good. It's going to be a big challenge for the Chiefs to win this game, Um, but again, I think if you're the 49ers, you really don't have to focus too much on the run game, because I don't really have, uh, you know, again, that running game, to me, is not Um, as overly impressive as some of the others. In fact, I think they were 23rd rushing the football this year, the Chiefs were, so nobody on that part of the game scares me, so you really only have to kind of make uh, the Chiefs one-dimensional and find a way to stop that one-dimension, and they'll find a way to win if they can do that.
2: We're talking with Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles, dot site.com, our official NFL contributor. This is our annual Super Bowl special. It's the Kansas City Chiefs for the San Francisco 49ers. And I, and I know I promised to let you go, so I'll honor that. But real quickly, one final question uh, for you, Ed. Uh, is this uh, – I think a lot of people like to – this is kind of a refreshing Super Bowl. And I think they're going to have a lot of uh, – People pay attention to the Super Bowl because the Patriots aren't in it. Uh, does it feel good? Is it just me? It just feels like it feels better to have. A, and, and I know everybody knows my my distaste for the New England Patriots. But that aside, uh, it just feels like that this Super Bowl is it's fresh. It's got a fresh look to it. It's got a fresh feel to it. And I think fans like that.
3: Yeah, and and the Chiefs are the. A big reason why. I mean, they haven't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years. So, you know, it's great to see some new blood in there, you know, and we've seen the Patriots for the last three years. And, you know, that gets a little old for people outside of New England. Uh, keep watching the same old team over and over. Uh, and, you know, the Chiefs do bring that freshness. And the 49ers, you know, they've had, I think, I can't remember their last appearance. Maybe it was in 2011. I mean, they've been in the Super Bowl, uh, you know, within this past decade. Uh, but still it's it's fresh. they haven't been there. the nFC always seems to get uh, a different team in there each year. you know last year, the Rams two years ago, the Eagles uh, before that was the Falcons, and then I think you had a couple back to back years with the Seahawks, but you know the NFC has remained that 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 conference that kind of keeps cranking out fresher teams in Carolina down there in Zach's uh neck of the woods. Carolina was in the Super Bowl not too long ago, so you know, the NFC gives you that freshness, but now we have a new fresh team in the AFC, and they can't get any fresher than the team that wasn't there for the last 50 years in the in the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: Ed Kratz, what is your official Super Bowl prediction?
3: Uh, well, you know, as much as my heart would like to see the Chiefs win, I, I just think the 49ers are going to find a way to, to, to slow down Mahomes and slow down this offense enough. And I like the way they're able to control the ball Uh, And and if you can do that and you can limit Mahomes' snaps, uh, I think the 49ers will find a way. And another concern I have about the Chiefs is their slow starts that they've had in the playoffs. They've fallen behind uh, by double digits uh, through this playoff run. And if that happens again in the Super Bowl, it's not going to be as easy to come back, I don't think, in a game where there's a – you know, it's the way it's drawn out. There's longer commercial breaks. There's this, you know – four-hour halftime show that they have, you know, uh, so you have to find a way to kind of manage that. And, you know, it's a big ask for a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, and there's a lot on his shoulders because he doesn't have that run game that Garoppolo has. And uh, I'm not sure the Chiefs' defense is as good. In fact, I know it's not as good as the 49ers. So, you know, I'm going to go with the old adage that defense finds a way to win a championship and uh, just kind of the way the Patriots did last year with the Rams. uh, Their defense – really shut that offense down um, and I just think that the 49ers will find a way to get it done and I think I think the over-under is 54 and a half I'd probably go under on that um, uh, something like maybe like a 27 to 21 type of game or 27 23 type of game but I think the 49ers will win I'll say 27 23.
2: Ed, we always appreciate your input. I I hope that we have a great off season and uh, we're, we're going to wish you the, the great, uh, a great success in, in the off season. And we'll have you on if there's some breaking stuff coming on, but we appreciate you coming on every year with us and spending the time that you do with us. And, and, uh, where can people find your work and masterpieces, sir?
3: Yeah, well, I just, thanks Tom. I appreciate it. I love coming on. I love, love the job that you do have a lot of fun doing this, uh, Doing this show with you and the guests that you bring on, so uh, any, yeah, Thank anytime you. You, you need to reach out, you, you know how to find me. But yeah, you do a great sure. job, and I, and I love coming on with you. So uh, sure. it's good to hear from Eddie, Brad. I Hope all's is well. In gentlemen, before with you. I
7: sign off, gentlemen, before I sign off as, as well, uh, one thing we haven't touched much on real quick is the halftime show, and I do think that I speak for all men and most women. Um, if there's a Super Bowl where there's going to be a wardrobe malfunction, this is the one that America wants to see <laughs> with Jennifer Lopez. And uh, yes.
2: I will say that. So. I
7: agree. Total It's going to be a, a hell of a game tonight. And Gentlemen, I, I really appreciate uh, being able to talk to football and, and share some laughs with you guys today. And Dad, thanks for having me on. I, I love you. and You're doing a great job. I appreciate
3: what, what you do.
2: All right, bud, love you. We'll talk to you soon. Ed Kratz, where can people find your work in Master
3: sir? Awesome. Awesome sign-off there by Zach. Um, uh, we're uh, at Kratz on Twitter, K-R-A-C-Z-E, or you can find me on uh, SA.com, uh, NFL Eagles site. Uh, you can find me there. Yeah, we'll get busy after the, after the Super Bowl ends. There's a lot of uh, – obviously, the NFL never sleeps. You know, it's kind of a year-round business. There's always something to talk about. So,
2: uh
3: Keep are you, are you, are you going
2: nice. to make it out to the?
3: Are you going to make it out I'm, to the I'm, combine? I'm still kind of. I'm still huh? kind of working through that. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm. I'm trying. Remember, dinner and drinks on me when you get here. So you, you get here. Uh, and, uh, that's 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 Dinner tempting, and drinks, very tempting. Hi, buddy. Yeah, yep. Have I yourself a good day Sunday. All right. I'll I'll see see appreciate. It. I'll see you. Uh-huh. Ed
2: Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles. We're standing by for Tony Donahue of uh, the Tony D Podcast. Uh, thanks to my son for joining us uh, on his annual visit to the, the show. My name's Tom Mark. Presidente president hey, It's the Super Bowl. We'll be right back right here on the Balance Radio Network.
5: The Air National Guard, guarding America, defending freedom.
4: It's double trouble, double the fun. At African Safari Wildlife Park in Port Clinton, Ohio, see the largest antelope on Earth, the giant eland, and the ugliest creature on Earth, the African warthog. There's so much to see and do, including the Midwest's only drive through safari. Feed the animals. See live educational shows. Feel the excitement. Have your picture taken with a python or cockatoo. Feel the adventure.
0: I, it, I, I can't believe it. I've been playing 4-on-4 four four with a barbershop quartet. <laughs> <laughs> pass, <the ball, laughs> pass the ball, pass the, ball, the, ball, ball. Pass the We're open, up, just, up, just up, pass the, the
3: ball. Ball. Nah, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Yeah. Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
0: For more unbelievable Geico videos, give subscribe a click.
3: Morning face. You get it when you don't sleep well.
0: People will fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. But I do.
5: What are you doing there, three P O? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. It is caught! Tyree Campbell,
0: what a play! Touchdown.
1: a moment, but he's gonna get sacked. The force will be with you. Always.
2: Garoppolo, firing. got a man wide open. All right, and welcome back to the Balance Super Bowl Special. It is Super Bowl Sunday. It is the day of the big game. Uh, appreciate that. We're going into hour number two here. Uh, thank you, Kid Sterling from Uh Check out his work. Check out his new book. Uh, also, uh, yeah, for talking some Super Bowl with us, my son, Zach, joined us as well in his annual appearance on the show. And Ed Krabs, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, SI.com joined us in helping us uh, break down some of the X's and the O's, and we've always been kind of talking about today, we've been kind of, the back theme is kind of the fun things around the Super Bowl, so I thought it was really, uh, one of the, the Super Bowls that I think we all remember is the Chicago Bears, and it was uh, back in the, was it, was it 80s, early 90s, uh, but you might remember this, the Super Bowl Shuffle.
0: Sweetness and I like to dance. Running the ball is like making more man. We had the goal since training camp to give Chicago a Super Bowl champ. And we're not doing this because we're greedy. The Bears are doing it to feed the needy. We didn't come here to look for trouble. We just come to do the Super Bowl shop. This is Speedy Willie and I'm world class. I like running, but I love to get the pass I practice all day and dance all night I gotta
7: get ready for the
0: Sunday fight Now, I'm as smooth as a chocolate twirl I dance a little funky, so watch me, girl There's no one here that does not like me My Super Bowl shuffle will set you free I Mike, I stop him cold, part of the defense, big and bold. I've been jamming for quite a while, doing what's right and setting the style. Give me a chance, I'll rock you good. Nobody messing in my neighborhood. I didn't come here looking for trouble. I just came to do the Super Bowl Shuffle. We are the best shuffling crew, shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good. I hit the turf, I've got no plan I just throw
7: my body all over the field I can't dance, but I can throw the field Motivate the cats.
0: I like to tease. I play so cool. I aim to please. That's why you all got here on the double to catch me doing the Super Bowl shovel. I'm Mama's boy Otis. Wanna be kind. The ladies all me for my body and my mind. I'm sick on the floor as I can be. But ain't no son go to get past me. Some guys are not something us of my style and class. That's why i so end up on that. I didn't come here looking for trouble. I'm just.
2: I was a junior in high school at that at that point. Man, time flies when you're having fun. This is the uh, su- a- annual Super Bowl uh, special, and you know we we've been talking just you know in general about some of the things to look for, some of the questions, some of the storylines uh, with uh, this year's Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers. Just is a fresh look. We have the Patriots in there. Thank God. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? But you know, we also talked about you know the future of Tom Brady with with uh, with uh, Ken Sterling, and he doesn't think that uh, uh, the, the, the Patriots are going to be any too eager to let him go, and he, he might be right there. But hey, you know, will Andy Reid earn a redemption uh, as we talked about with Ed? Uh, for a previously questionable Super Bowl uh, management, Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Uh, if you've ever seen him on the sideline, you know why we call him the Kool-Aid man. Uh, but uh, all, all in good uh, uh, fun. But, it, you know, is seeking re- redemption in, in, in uh, today's the Super Bowl. As you remember, we talked about this with Ed, but uh, Reid uh, g- uh, guided the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl in 20- 2005. Uh, but I mean, the conspiracy's out there, the things are out there. He was widely accused of mismanaging the clock in a 24-21 defeat uh, by the New England Patriots,
0: or you know,
2: the equivalent of a field goal. So uh, uh, down by 10 points with less than six minutes left, uh, the Eagles got the ball back, needing a minimum of two scores. It was uh, time was uh, was of the essence, and it uh, just not did not turn in the way uh with the, with the Philadelphia Eagles and so and so it was a little bit too late but uh, also but uh, Andy Reid's not the only one who wants to wrong or right if you will uh Kyle Shanahan uh was on was the Kyle Shanahan I'm sorry um was part of the Atlanta Falcons demise. Uh, he was the, uh, the, the the offensive coordinator for the Falcons uh, team that uh, uh, on their historic collapse against, uh, you know, that was three years ago, but still. Uh, he was criticized for his play calling after the Falcons having established a huge lead over the New England Patriots, continued their passing game instead of going on with a, a safer running game. Uh, but Quarterback Matt Ryan was caught up as 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 that whole play with his arm. So a lot of stuff there. So uh, Kyle Shanahan, obviously you know that name from his father. that 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 is the son of the other Shanahan. Standing by for Mo for the BS Sports Show. Um, also, we were talking about just having a fresh look. Will the Super Bowl draw a record uh, American uh, TV audience? Uh, in a fragmented – yet rapidly changing industry. The NFL remains a goldmine to traditional network television, the only sport that can pull in massive live audiences yearly. And we talked about the the cost of, of Super Bowl commercials, and in, in, in they're able to do that. They're able to charge that because they do have such a massive audience. Will I mean, will the ratings go up this year because uh, we – We don't have a a New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. I mean, will that be something that we're looking at? So it's just a lot of I mean it's Super Bowl, right, and you got the poppy bowl this afternoon, three o'clock people don't miss the puppy bowl, and uh they've got something really good going on too. They've got puppies with disabilities, I think there's gonna be five of them in, that are featured in today's puppy Bowl, so that'll be exciting to see of course there are food I mean how many people are i mean I'm making my whole tape swings we've got some people coming over um just be making all kinds of food, so it is uh. It's a holiday, right? but should we make it on a Saturday? I don't know. Super Bowl Saturday just doesn't have the ring, but yet at the same time, and, you know a lot of people have to get up and go to work on Monday, so a Super Bowl Saturday might not be such a might not be such a bad I, idea at, at all. Well, I want to give the due play to the San francisco 49ers uh, hype, so we're going to go back and revisit that because so, we've got a little bit more time on the clock now.
3: Ado, it's my pleasure to turn it over to the 20th head coach in the history of the San Francisco 49ers,
6: Kyle Shanahan. I'm
1: with the rats and the ah, great job, great job. Great job, fellas. Great job. Hell yeah.
2: Who do you trust? Well, the 49ers who are deep in the rebuilding mode have now acquired a player they believe to be the quarterback of their future.
3: getting a good player, they're getting a good person, and they're getting a great teammate.
0: It's a damn good trade, okay?
3: Football, it's a little kid's game that grown men get to play.
1: Just privileged to get to do that every day. Royalty a
0: royalty! Let's go, New Second and five, Garoppolo fires over the middle, spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm Want to get one game ball out first George Kittle. Right. Hey.
0: Hey.
2: National tight end day, baby. It's a
1: holiday. And kill on his feet is Kittle with a big play and the stiff arm. George Kittle. What a run by George Kittle.
3: Yeah. You ready to do this thing, buddy? Do it. Let's do it, man. Welcome to the family, buddy. The San
1: Francisco 49ers select Nick Bosa. Just a
3: storied franchise. They know how to win. And I think they're on the right track, so I'm excited to be a part of it. Royal
0: of a royal
1: and the pass is gonna be picked off by Bosa! Nick Bosa can't bring him down till he gets to the eight-yard line. Wow!
0: we got to try
4: to win the division this week, and that's going to be great. You know, that's what we're preparing to do.
1: Let's see if we can be more
0: disciplined. Let's see if we can even be even better. Let's be smart. Lock in. Let's go. Wilson throws caught, and it is going to be Hollister. Completed pass receiver was down short of the goal line. Hey, fellas, it feels good. It feels good to say champions on the hat. But this ain't enough. Like they say, NFC West, kids, baby. That's how we do. Now let's go. we got a bye week.
7: Time to go. Playoff football, baby. Playoff football.
0: In the
1: pass, caught. Kendrick Bourne. is <laughs> the back. Give it to Coleman, and he goes to the touchdown. The ground again. Touchdown
0: you know what deal
1: You know what deal Hey, guys, hell of a job, man. All right, one down, two to go. Somehow the handoff into the arms of Mostert. He's gone. Touchdown. Daniel out in front. Touchdown. Mostert touchdown, his third.
0: Oster, left side,
1: another first down carry, and more. How about a touchdown? Super Bowl, here we go. Oh, my gosh. We worked all year to get to this spot right here, man. But you guys know this isn't the one we set out to get, right? All right, we didn't set out to get this one. Then we we'll are head out to Miami on Sunday. All right, guys, hell of a deal, man. Love and appreciate you all, man. This was great.
2: All right, next is the San Francisco 49ers hype. It's the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs at Miami Herald Stadium in Miami, Florida. Southern Florida. Beautiful weather out there today. I'm standing by for Mo for the BS Sports Show. Hopefully that uh, he joins us here. Thanks to Ken Sterling from KenSterling.com and my son, Zach also for uh, joining us in in, uh, talking about the big game today. Uh, Not sure exactly what happened with uh, Tony Donahue, efforting to try to get a hold of him. But it is what it is. I know he had some gambling lines for us, uh, but uh, you know we've been talking a little bit about the Patrick Mahomes throw. He's a, he, he, you know, his father was a professional baseball player. But I tell you what, no, I, I okay, Russell Wilson might be as close to the Patrick Mahomes throw that we have in the NFL. So uh, I, I come across this soundbite uh, talking about the the. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, uh, throws. We'll listen to that real quick while we're standing by for Mo.
7: So we're going to play a game of can you throw harder than David Carr? Patrick Mahomes is the contestant I'm gonna say, Texas Tech. I'm going to say maybe. You're,
0: <laughs> yeah, You're conceding <laughs> this already? No, no I'm so it. I'm okay, gonna okay. just saying
7: maybe. We put the There's video glasses on our fullback, Heath Evans. If there you ever go. watched you. him play for the Saints, Patriots, or Seahawks, you
6: know he has pretty good hands. So, Heath? get over there. Go. You, You're
2: gonna be on the receiving end of these heaters. You two oh, get over God. here.
6: Right. We're gonna have look?
2: one practice throw, and we're gonna have you both on the radar gun. We're gonna warm up Drew throw, throw Dan? Referee is here. Patrick, why don't you get on All the right, inside? Alright. Let's do you a little me. practice shot You ready, Heath? I'm ready. baby. Warm Let's up go. throw.
0: Woo! Wow. Ooh,
3: I thought we warm were warming up. up, there. I thought we were warming up. Wow. Warm up. I thought we were warming up. up. Did,
7: did it didn't even register. Did All right, Patrick. 52. Okay.
3: Here comes the young buck. Careful, man. You got the draft and stuff. Oh, hey. hey I need the warm up. I need the okay, warm up. My
1: fault. Just practice. Just I practice. practice. I need the warm up. Hey, my the warm-up. Form-up. I wasn't prepared to jump. I'm ready to jump now. Okay. okay. <laughs> we got the practice. <laughs> it was like that yesterday. Yes, man, I'm a little sore. We have 15. Hey, you know what that's like, that. That's like when you come out and you're going to pitch, right? You pitch, right? Yeah. Ohio, Texas. You throw that high first one. The yeah, first one. You know, the batter is just like, no, nah, man, I'm not even going to get in the box. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I
2: didn't play baseball. So we're
1: going to have three
2: throws. Okay. First throw for David Carr, former number one pick at the Houston Texas.
1: No right, rush? Go. I'm good. I'm good here. No rush. Oh, gosh, David! 54. Woo.
6: 50. Is it home and that's 50 not, 50 not the proper
1: warmer? way to catch the ball? I think you just ripped my shirt.
6: <laughs> Better than your pants. Pat, <laughs> this is true. Now. First These glasses cross. are not helping Oh,
1: uh, 70's coming. All right, Pat. Oh, oh yeah!
5: 58.
0: 58. Okay, okay, 30, okay. Man.
2: All right, a little fun with the Patrick Mahomes uh, throw. Joining us now is Mo from the BS Sports Show. Mo, happy Super Bowl Sunday to you. How are you?
6: Good, but I just got done taking a big Cleveland Browns, and I'm ready to go. <laughs>
2: Cleveland Browns! Take a big old Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Well, you know, you know, we've been talking about uh, just uh, some different uh, Super Bowl memories and Super Bowl commercials uh, earlier. What's your What's your uh, favorite
6: Super Bowl commercial? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this earlier today. When I was a kid, man, I loved the Bud Bowl. That was one of my favorites. I I was enthralled through the entire game, waiting to see who would win. I used to just I was I love the Bud Bowl. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And, and also, uh, speaking of bud, I like to... What the, what the,
6: what the. Well, now they're, they've that got the, a... That and the Budweiser Frogs. I like the Budweiser Frogs lot. Yeah.
2: Bud. What? Yeah, I've forgotten about that. Uh, this year they've got... They're they're bringing back the WhatsApp commercial, but with like different Alexa machines talking to each other. It's like the different Alexa echoes and stuff uh, talking to each other. Like, wah, wah,
0: blah, 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 blah.
6: So WhatsApp going into the North. The the yeah. first ever uh, weed the first ever weed commercial will air during the Super Bowl this year.
2: I saw that. How about that progression in America, huh? And uh, yeah. they're killing off. They're, they're killing off Mr. Peanut in, a, in an accident, in a big explosion, but rumor has it, rumor has it that that is just a uh, – there's something coming after that, and maybe it comes back as a dry roasted peanut. I don't know. But a lot of people say that he survives the crash and he comes back, and so uh, we'll we'll see how, how how that plays out. We played this earlier, uh, but this is the the new Doritos commercial with Sam Elliott. This is great.
0: Make your move, cowboy.
3: I got it in the-
0: Who got next? New Doritos Cool Ranch just got cooler.
1: Hi, Dan <laughs> That is great. That is great.
2: Well, for the BS Sports show joins us, let's uh, let's talk about the X's in and, and, and the O's here. Let's talk uh, first about the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Uh is this the beginning of his era? Uh or, or is is this just a, a guy who's selling success because he's found a great partnership with, with Cleese. Claites, Clayt. The guy with the K. You know me and last name, so <laughs>
6: Uh, You know, I think for Mahomes uh, and for Kansas City, they've got to get out quick and and catch an early lead because you don't want San Francisco getting the lead and being able to run the ball. Uh, You know, that's what the the Chiefs were worried about with the Titans, with the Titans getting an early lead and being able to let Derrick Henry run the ball and keep your offense off the field. San Francisco's running game is fantastic. Uh, San Francisco's passing game doesn't even compare to Kansas City. So I think it's important for Kansas City to get out early and, and get an early lead. Uh, to be able to keep that running game at bay for San Francisco. Do you think
2: that with the San Francisco 49ers, let's face it, they've not seen much adversity in the playoff uh, thing. Do you think we could read into more into that? Has has the 49ers been so good because they've had favorable schedule in the playoffs? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I kind of just look at over the last – Five years with the San Francisco 49ers has kind of been a train train wreck over there. And, and really, let's face it, not too long ago, we were talking about G, Jimmy G uh, being out with porn Stars in Beverly Hills. We weren't taking the San Francisco 49ers very seriously, but Kyle Shanahan's been able to come in there and, and make a turn. And, and of course, you know, as we mentioned earlier in the show, he's got a right to uh, uh, wrong to right too uh, with the, with his uh, being the offensive coordinator in the uh, debacle in with the Atlanta Falcons uh, Super Bowl. So uh, the San Francisco 49ers have not faced much
6: challenges in the playoffs. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, the the 49ers uh, have found different ways to win, and that's what I think makes them dangerous is they can win a defensive game because John Lynch has done a great job uh, of drafting defensive players. Uh, You know, that front four is scary, and you've got – you know, a defensive backfield anchored by a guy who's got a lot of experience in these type of games in Richard Sherman. But they can also win the game by just slowing down the tempo and running the football down your throat. Or, you know, when the the big passes are needed to guys like George Kittle, they can do that too. So I think that's what makes San Francisco so dangerous because they can adapt to whatever type of style they need to adapt to uh, to win a football game. And, you know, we know Kansas City's game is, you know, striking quick, uh, throwing, uh, throwing those deep passes, scoring a touchdown in two or three plays. Uh, but, you know, San Francisco being able to kind of adapt to any type of style of game you want to play, I think makes them a very, very dangerous team. And I, I think that's why we've seen them have the, uh, it what look like an easy route to the Super Bowl because they're such an adaptive team. You know, we saw them, we saw them uh, you know, win a game where they had four or five rushing touchdowns. We saw them win a game, uh, you know, where Jimmy G made a couple of big passes. We saw them win a game because it was a defensive struggle. So I think that makes San Francisco very dangerous being such a, you know, a chameleon-like team.
2: So, Andy Reid, this is a must-win Super Bowl for Andy Reid and his legacy and his career. Uh, if we remember back in 2000, we we're talking with Ed about this earlier, back in 2005, uh, in really just a total mismanagement of time against the New England Patriots. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on Andy Reid? This is a must-win Super Bowl for him and his legacy and his career.
6: Yeah, you know, I think that this will definitely cement Andy Reid's spot into the uh, into the Hall of Fame. But you know, you look at some of the innovations that Andy Reid has made to the NFL, and I think people a lot of times forget about some of the contributions and how far ahead of his time you know he tends to be with uh, offensive game planning. So uh, yeah, you know, that glaring mistake of uh, of time management in the Super Bowl uh, 15 years ago still stands out in some people's heads. But you got to look at uh, just some of the things that he's done offensively in the NFL. And I think a lot of times people tend to forget that, but you know, I agree. This this momentum is a Hall of Famer today if he wins the football game.
2: You know, uh, uh, several years ago, the New England Patriots had a quarterback by the name of Drew so Got hurt. They they brought in a kind of a, a quarterback that nobody really knew about. His name was Tom Brady. Uh, now everybody knows Tom Brady, and I would say that was the beginning of the era for Tom Brady. If we was to use that same equation for Jimmy G or Patrick Mahomes. Uh, whose era is
6: it, uh, who, whose era is getting ready to start right now? Well, I mean, Jimmy G doesn't need to do the things that Patrick Mahomes needs to do or, or can do to win football games, uh, you know, and, and don't forget, you know, just last night we had a guy uh, who was only the second unanimous MVP choice in history in Lamar Jackson. So uh, while it looks like it's, it's Patrick Mahomes' time, I uh, I wouldn't count out uh I wouldn't count out Lamar Jackson. Jimmy G uh is a guy who uh, can get things done, uh but I don't think that he's going to be the game changer type quarterback that Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes can be. So <sighs>
2: Is it just me or is this a fresh feel? Is it a fresh feel to not have the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl? We've got two teams that haven't been there in quite a long time. We got one team that it's been—it's almost been almost 50 years since they've been there. Uh, does it feel good to have a fresh look with the, with the Super Bowl, and and will that translate to higher ratings for this year's Super Bowl?
6: Um, I think it's nice as a football fan to have a fresh matchup, but I don't know that it translates to higher ratings because I think – in anything, people like to have a villain. And, you know, we, we look at movies or TV shows, superhero movies, everybody likes to have a villain and, and that's what the new England Patriots were. So uh, I think it drove people to watch the football game, uh, out of hatred for the Patriots as well. So I, I don't know that necessarily will translate to higher ratings. Uh, it, it is nice to have a fresh feel, but the, the Patriots bring that villain type, uh, uh, you know, thing to the table. So I think having a villain in the Super Bowl definitely helps. So, I know I don't think this beats uh, this beats higher ratings unless so many people are tuned in to see Patrick Mahomes. But having the villain there, man, every good story needs a villain. So
2: let's talk. You know, we talk about defensive defenses win championships. And let's let's run a scenario here. It's the fourth quarter and the game's on the line. Whom do you expect to make a play for the 49ers on either side of the ball? Or do you think that it won't ever be that close because the Kansas City Chiefs has such a dynamic offense?
6: You know, this has been one of the hardest Super Bowls, I think, to predict because, you know, again, you, you talk about a San Francisco team who likes to just grind the ball uh, and try to keep your offense off the field. We saw them do it numerous times in the playoffs. Uh, but Kansas City likes that quick score. Uh, it, it, it's hard to it's hard to see it coming down to a defensive stop. Uh, the, the Chiefs' defense is better this year. Uh, San Francisco, if, if it's going to be anything, I think they're going to have to get to, to Patrick Mahomes, and then I think it'll be a, 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 a Bosa type stop. Uh, it'll be it'll be somebody from the uh, from the defensive line that's going to make a big hit on Patrick Mahomes where he fumbles the football. Uh, So if there's going to be a defensive stop made, it's going to be a guy like Bosa coming through uh, and and making a play like that.
2: You know, we talk a lot about uh, Patrick Mahomes, but he has a very, very important weapon. We talked about him a few minutes ago and and earlier on in the show. And I think you say his last name, Kelsey or Kels, or I'm sure I'm saying the name wrong, but how potent is he
6: in the Kansas City offense? I mean, you know, I, I think he's as important as uh, we saw Zach Ertz be to the Eagles a couple of years ago when they took down the Patriots. Uh, he's a guy that Patrick Mahomes has 100% trust in. Uh, he knows 99% of the time if he throws Travis Kelsey the football that he's going to catch it and make a big play. Uh, and having that type of guy who can do anything, whether it be run longer routes, run shorter routes, be, uh, you know, the check down guy, uh, I think that's super important for any quarterback's confidence. Uh, you know, we saw, again, we saw with Nick Foles and Zach Ertz, uh, a couple of years ago, we saw for so many years with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, and, and I think Travis Kelsey is definitely that type of player. So uh, I don't think there's any more important guy other than Patrick Mahomes on that football team than than Travis Kelsey at this point.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, betting is now legal in the state of Indiana. Sportsbook betting is, is up and going. If you were to have a little fun with the Super Bowl betting today, uh, what's your advice do you go with, and, and, and what, do you, what what what's your favorite to do with as far as that goes?
6: So I like – right, let me preface this by saying prop bets are stupid. However, if you take small amounts, you know, a couple bucks here and there and bet uh, a parlay on prop bets, it can be a very lucrative type deal. Uh, you know, like tonight, let's say, for instance, uh, you know, betting Patrick Mahomes is the Super Bowl MVP, not going to make you a lot of money. But if you got the uh, kahunas to take Jimmy G's Super Bowl MVP, a couple dollars could pay you in the hundreds of dollars. Uh, Picking the game to go into overtime is a huge – it would pay you off huge today. So the key is, I I think, to me in the Super Bowl, especially one like this when it's so hard to – I think this game is one of the the harder ones to figure out because these teams are so different, uh, is to to spread your money out and and make some different uh, different prop bets. Uh, You know, I've got a friend – uh, who really got me in the sports betting, is a guest on my show all the time, uh, who has hit in cash the last four years on picking the first person to score a touchdown, and that pays uh, a ton of money, especially today because there are so many options. So picking the first person to score a touchdowns touchdown is fun. Uh, the key to Super Bowl betting to me, Tom, has always been, uh, A, to to have a limit. Don't try to catch up in the second half. So have a limit and and make your bets and just sit back and have fun with them Uh, because Super Bowl, I'll usually take maybe 100 bucks and I'll spread that out uh, over a bunch of prop bets and just have fun with it. Trying to make a huge score on Super Bowl uh, usually is tough. Another interesting one is who's going to score more points, Patrick Mahomes or LeBron James. Uh, Those against a football player against a basketball player tend to be fun ones too. So there are a lot of fun ones out there. Don't bet serious money on prop bets. Take a couple bucks. Uh, you know, put a couple together, make a parlay. Those are fun. But uh, Super Bowl is not a, a place to try to, to make up winnings for the entire year. Mo from the BS Sports Show joins us. Mo, let's uh,
2: get off uh, topic here. I know you missed our show yesterday. As we said goodbye uh, to Kobe Bryant and Johnny Uh as, as you look at the, the careers of both of those, uh, certainly in their respective sports and Kobe Bryant Maybe you, a lot of people could say it was larger than life, uh, but maybe not. But, you don't. it's not really something you want to say. But certainly it makes you realize that things could come to an end oh too soon. Uh, Kobe Bryant, what are your thoughts?
6: You know, uh, I think it's it's a huge loss for the game of basketball because if you look for most players playing now, he's the Michael Jordan of their era. You know, a lot of guys that, uh, that are, are stars in the game now grew up you know, as humongous Kobe fans, uh, he's a guy that uh, that grinded nonstop. He he willed himself with hard work. I mean, obviously the guy had talent, but with with hard work and dedication and focus, to be one of the the top five best basketball players ever. Uh, you know, we've seen in in recent years. Uh, you know, all of his uh, exploits uh, out and about with his daughters. Uh, the guy, by all accounts, was a, a great father. Uh, you see the outpouring of love, uh, you know, from NBA fans and players. and guys on the NBA has just been amazing. So that tells you what type of guy uh, he was to bring that kind of outpouring. And, you know, when I first put the news out last week, I, I was like, there's no way this is true, man. We I was just uh, retweeting the tweet from Kobe, you know, six, eight hours earlier, him congratulating LeBron James and passing him in the all-time scoring list. It's just so hard to imagine that uh you know a guy like Kobe bryant isn't uh in the anymore and it's sad that uh, you know we're not gonna be able to watch him uh be enshrined in the basketball hall of fame he's not gonna be there to uh, to accept it and you know watching that Lakers game uh friday night was uh was uh, pretty darn emotional it uh it uh, it's a guy who uh you know who showed you that uh, hard work can overcome almost anything and Uh, I think Toby will be missed. Uh, John Andretti, you know, I'm not as familiar with, but talking with some of my friends in radio in the Indianapolis area, uh, you know, I kept hearing over and over from people that, you know, he was one of the nicest guys that they had ever been around. And, uh, you know, I think that says a lot about people. When that's the first thing that comes to somebody's mind, when you ask about a guy uh, that uh, how nice and generous he was, I, I think that speaks volumes. So being somebody who's not, uh, as familiar with uh, with racing and with John Andretti, to hear people continuously say yesterday that you know what how nice of a guy he was, I think speaks volumes for him.
2: Yeah, and it's a sad story, John Andretti. Uh, I mean, we we knew last summer that the cancer had came back, and you know i had a chance to talk with him numerous times, and he he, he lives in Brownsburg, and. Uh, he lived a very modest life. I, I would say that he was uh, very much an Andretti as far as the competitive spirit in racing, and, but just so much that he did off the track with uh, Racey, Race O'Reilly. And I, I would say that that he, he was different than the other Andretti's. Uh, in the just in the aspect of, of stardom, of course, he, he did very well in in, in the stock uh, car world as well. So I appreciate your your thoughts on that. Super Bowl special. we we'll talk with Mo from the BS Sports Show. Also, we had our own earlier Kent Sterling from Sterling dot com. My son was on on his annual appearance on the show. Ed Kratz, the beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and, and si.com dot com, talking about about uh, the Philadelphia. I mean about the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid, who used to be the head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles and and the, the, kind of the story career between the two of them. And and now we're talking about for of them but, uh, be a sports show, but uh, the 49ers and the Chiefs have plenty in common. They're, they're both built in, on the image of brilliant offensive minds of Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid. Their offensive philosophies are, are really the core of what they're doing uh, in an identical in a lot of ways. They have, they both have speed and they, and they want to get that that fast-paced thing. So does that
6: equate to a high-scoring game? Uh, i mean you want to you want to believe it especially if you're betting you want to believe this is going to be a high scoring game but you know how many times are we looked and going oh man this is going to be a, a super high scoring game and and we turn around in the fourth quarter and go well you know what the hells happening and, you know we thought last year what what a high scoring game that could be with the rams and the patriots and you know we waited for what the fourth quarter to have the first touchdown so that's where, uh, you know, you uh, you hope to see a lot of action. Uh, you know, I don't think there's been a more exciting Super Bowl recently than the uh, Eagles and Patriots from a couple of years ago, and that's what I'm really hoping for tonight, uh, back and forth, uh, up and down the field matchup. And I know a lot of people like to see the defense and the high-screen games, but – I'm looking for a high-scoring game tonight. I'm looking for uh, uh, a lot of fun, uh, and I'm hoping that it's going to be that back-and-forth type game that comes down to the last possession like I did just a few years ago. So I'm going to say we're going to have a high-scoring game tonight. Uh, I know I'm going to live to regret that probably, but uh, I'm going for a high-scoring game.
2: Well, we won a high-scoring game uh because you know it just makes it, it makes it interesting. And they say defenses uh, defenses win championships, so we'll see if that's the, the case. This will be the second Super Bowl uh, between a team that's led the conference in rushing yards, which is the 49ers, and one that led its uh, conference in passing yards, which is the, the Chiefs. Uh, and when the Chiefs have gained 73% of their yards in this postseason through the air, and the 49ers have gained 71% of, of their yards on the ground. I think we can equate that very much to the running game of of the 49ers and Jimmy G and the passing game of Patrick Mahomes.
6: Yeah, I mean, you know, if if you're uh if you're the 49ers the last thing you want to do is get down early to the Chiefs because when you, like you said when you rely on 71% of your yards coming from the rushing game and you get behind a couple scores pretty quick, that's going to be, you know, pretty tough, and you're going to have to put the game uh, in the uh, the arms of Jimmy Garoppolo. So I I think those two stats you said are very important. You've got to be – the 49ers, you've got to be mindful of not getting behind uh, too far too quick because catching up for the 49ers, if they get behind uh, the Chiefs, it is going to be very tough for them. You know, and and the Chiefs don't let the foot off the gas. You know, we know that was a huge mistake a couple years ago for Kyle Shanahan. Uh, with the with the Falcons. They should have started running the ball, and they let the uh, they let the Patriots back into it. But you can bet your butt that, uh, that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs aren't going to take their foot off that passing game even uh, in a time that they should have thrown up big. They're going to keep throwing that football. So you get, if you're the 49ers, man, you, you've got to keep it close because if you're behind, you're going to have to abandon that game plan of running the football, and that's going to spell big trouble for the 49ers.
2: Well, Mahomes is the, big de- uh, the real deal, that's for sure. Mahomes uh, has the NFL's best 91 QBR uh, versus zone coverage uh, this season. But, but the 49ers play zone at the second highest rate at 64% and limit opposing quarterbacks to an NFL low, low 4.7 yards per uh, for drop back using the zone. This is also the first Super Bowl matchup between two tight ends who who each had a thousand receiving yards in the regular season. San Francisco's uh George Kittle. Uh and 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 uh and when we mentioned uh Travis Kelsey earlier uh with the Chiefs, has twenty one catches on throws of uh, fifteen plus yards. So this is gonna be a tight end matchup tonight.
6: Yeah, you know, and, and and two guys who do it kind of in a different way, which is fun to watch, you know. Um, Kelsey uses his big body to kind of push guys out of the way, uh, can make catches over the middle in traffic, and Kittle's kind of a more dynamic type player, and and Kittle is, is no ifs, ands, or buts, uh, other than maybe Richard Sherman is the emotional leader for sure of that offense. Uh, he's a guy that, uh, that can stretch the field for you. He's a guy that can take him over the middle, uh, and they're both pretty darn good blockers on top of it, so uh, there's no doubt that the tight ends are going to play huge in the football game tonight, especially if the Niners have to start throwing the football a little more, uh, George Kittle is the by far the favorite receiver of Jimmy Garoppolo. So uh, if if it comes down to where the Forty Nineers get behind and they got to start passing the football, George Kittle is going to be a humongous part of that uh, of that game plan at that point. So yeah, the tight ends tonight uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a huge matchup and it's going to be fun to watch.
2: We've been talking with Mo from the BS Sports Show on our Super Bowl special. Today we had Ken Sterling, KenSterling.com, Ed Kratz, sweet writer for the Philadelphia Eagles, our official NFL contributor. Uh, My son Zach calling in from North Carolina, and uh, now Mo from the BS Sports Show. Mo, the the time has come for us to hear your official pick for Super Bowl 54.
6: I'm going to take the Chiefs 34-31.
2: I'm going to go right along with you on the Chiefs, though. I think it's going to be a 24-21 type game, Um, but I am going for the Chiefs for a lot of reasons. One, I bought their hats after they won. (laughs) Two, it's an an AFC team, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Mo, I hope you have yourself a good Super Bowl Sunday, and we'll see what happens at the end of the day.
6: All right, Tom. Have a good day.
2: All right. Mo, for the BS Sports Show, joins us. Guys, this has been our Super Bowl special I uh, appreciate you joining us. We love doing this every year. This is a, one, a once a year that that we do this. The only other time to run on Sunday is um, the field of 33 with the Indianapolis 500. My name's Tom Marquis. El Presidente, you have been listening to The Balance. For guys, it's Super Bowl. I know y'all are going to be drinking. Use Uber. Use Lyft. Don't drink a drive. If didn't cool, I'm out of here. Deuces.
3: instinct, uh, the feeling,
0: the force brought us together, we're not alone, good people will fight if we lead them, people keep telling me they know me no one does, but I do,
3: long have I waited, and now, you're coming.
5: What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. It is caught! Tyree Kill! What a play! Touchdown!
0: Confronting fear. It's the destiny of a Jedi. And that ball is intercepted!
1: has a moment,
7: but he's going to get sacked. The force will be with you.
3: Always. Join us next week for The Balance. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter, T-Balance, or Facebook, The Balance, or online at www.thebalanceonline.com.